Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Hey there Thrivers, welcome to lesson 23 of the Making It Pod course and today we're talking about managing your focus as part of business management. I've got a quote to start off from Paula Richardson of Kitbag Crafts and she says, I struggle with my focus and energy levels. I can have a spurt of focus on marketing and write a good newsletter and get up to date with my receipts, etc. Then when I'm doing all that, I've not really been making anything so I feel low about producing very little then I panic and switch to sewing and designing but let my marketing and social media slide I know I need consistency across all areas and I know all areas are vital for my business frustrating as I also feel exhausted and so need more sleep this is when external help is needed but paying to outsource at this point is too much money it's a catch-22 I think a lot of us can relate to this feeling Uh, you know where you're focusing on one part of your business another part falls by the wayside and vice versa you know that was something I can absolutely relate to especially running two businesses (laughs) there's always something that I feel like I should be doing better even to this day you know I'm certainly not perfect at any of these things I'm a lot better than I used to be but it's always a learning curve and it's always a development so talking about focus I listened to a really awesome episode of the TED Radio Hour podcast recently, which was titled Attention. I recommend you go listen to that. They talk a lot about how our attention has basically been hijacked by technology these days. You know, we've got these computers in our pockets that constantly ding at us and ask for our attention. Pro tip, if you haven't already turned off all your notifications, do that today i turned off my notifications years ago so it doesn't ding at me anymore i never get any notifications on my mobile i only you know i have to log in to the app to see notifications and so i make that a part of my routine you don't need to be constantly (laughs) um, notified by these apps they're constantly distracting you from your work from your focus and it's a big 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 problem Especially if you want to do deep creative work, you need the space and time to do that properly. I, I often think to myself, you know, I started a ferial 10 years ago and it basically came out of boredom because 
I, you know, had my full-time job, which is great. But this was before the days of smartphones, really. I, yeah, I don't think I had a smartphone back then. I didn't have a Kindle back then. Um, you know, and so I learned stuff and created stuff. And that's where my business came from, a hobby. And I wonder, you know, if I'd had all of these devices and things that I have now 10 years ago, would I have ever started my business? You know, my Kindle, if I'd had my Kindle and access to Amazon, um, you know, Unlimited, Kindle Unlimited, where I can read books constantly with no effort except a click of a button. It's not like where I had to go to the library in the old days or go buy an actual book. Uh, you know, on, on my phone, on my tablet, on my computer, it's a whole world of constant distractions, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, news sites. It's endless. So we have to carve out time, distraction-free time, if we do want to push forward and make things happen. And boredom is so important. Without boredom, we don't have creativity. And so without making that space to do nothing, we don't leave our brains open to daydreaming and thinking. And that's when these great uh, flashes of creativity and insight happen so one quick tip I want to give you today if you haven't already do you have boredom time scheduled into your life do you have time where you are not doing anything else except letting your mind be free for me it's my morning walk Uh, I don't listen to anything in my on my afternoon walk I'll usually listen to a podcast or something but if I go for a walk in the mornings I don't listen to anything. And the reason for that is because I want to allow my mind to wander. Some of my best ideas have come on my walks. Actually, probably quite a lot of them (laughs) have come on my walks because that is the time where I'm allowing my brain freedom and I'm not distracting it by absorbing content or absorbing rubbish, let's be honest, a lot of the time when it's social media and stuff, stuff that really doesn't matter in the the grand scheme of my life. It's just a distraction. So, you know, if you don't already have that space in your life, I highly, highly recommend that you make it. Make it a habit. Make it a ritual that you give yourself that space. Some of you might do things like meditate, but that's different. When you're meditating, uh, you're not allowing your brain to wander you're still controlling it you're still trying to concentrate on something this is just i mean you know let your brain be free in the shower when you're walking places and times like that where you can allow your brain to think a lot of us have you know great ideas before we fall asleep because we're it's one of the few times where we're not distracted by external stimuli so make that space things like turning off your notifications Setting aside time to process your email and to interact with social media so it just doesn't become a you know constant obsessive habit because they can do that. They can totally take over your life. <laughs> I've totally been guilty of that in my life at times where I've just gotten totally sucked into a particular social media and any single time that I have a moment free, boom, I'm there. And I... When that happens and I become aware of it over time, it ex- it, I find it so exhausting. It really it, it, it drains my energy. And so I need to be aware of that. And, you know, if you are 
uh, extroverted and really social, you might find it gives you energy and that's cool. But just be aware of what impact it's having on your focus and your everyday life. So you basically just want to be sure that you're not stuck on this treadmill of uh, reaction, you know, reacting when a notification comes in, reacting when an email comes in, reacting with uh, an automatic tap on on an app when you have a moment spare, but instead making sure you have that space and the time in your schedule to do proactive creative work without distractions as much as is possible. So another really good time is when sales are slow. So this might be in the beginning of your business or in the future of your business. That is a really good time to be doing this creative work and making creative things. You know, often those of us who've been in business for a while will will find we have natural ebbs and flows in our sales. And the first few times that happens, it's really scary because you're like, oh my God, suddenly nobody's buying what's happening my business is a failure but generally speaking it's a natural ebb and flow and it may be a sign even that you need to spend more time on your marketing and that side of your business maybe it's been neglected because you've been so busy making stuff so it's all about finding that balance between the different elements of your business and we'll talk more about that in future lessons but for today let's just finish up on focus So I want your action step for today is to ask yourself, what is the number one thing that distracts you from your work? How can you eliminate or reduce this distraction? So some of you, the distraction might be, you know, your kids or your family or your pet or whatever it might be. And then, you know, you can't eliminate those things, but you can minimize them. Things like having a room with a door you can close, uh, training your family that when you're in that room, it's work time and they can't come and bother you just like as if you are somewhere else working. Uh, those sorts of things. You know, remember the old adage, you know, we, we teach people how to treat us. Nobody's going to give you that space. You have, to, you have to ask for it. You have to demand it in some, in some cases and make space for that in your life. And make sure that it's it's important because it is important. It's something that's important to you, that matters to you, and it deserves to have space to allow it to happen. So work out how to make that space. If it's yourself distracting you, and I kind of class technology in in this here, you know, if you're choosing uh, to be distracted by technology or software or devices or whatever, come up with systems that will reduce or eliminate that. You know, if you're working in your studio, put your phone in the other room so you can't grab it. Don't put it right next to you where you can grab it all the time or see it flash. Uh, You know, if you're working at your computer, make sure you've only got the one tab open so that you're not constantly switching between tabs and multitasking. I'm totally doing air quotes here, which is not actually multitasking. It's, It's actually something called switch tasking where you're moving between tasks very quickly and your brain finds it incredibly difficult to refocus on what it needs to be doing. So those are a couple of tips uh, for managing your focus today. I've got a couple of episodes of the podcast for you to check out. Episode 45, reactive versus proactive work. I go into a little bit more detail about that dichotomy. And episode 79, how to make the most of the slow times. So, you know, as I was saying, those times when your business or your sales might be slowing down, uh, talking about how you can refocus on the 
things that will make a positive difference moving forward in your business rather than getting stressed about it. Thank you so much. If you have any tips on this or any feedback on you know, managing your focus, I would love to hear it. Come on over. If you're in the Thriver Circle, come and share it with us. Otherwise, head on over to Instagram at create and thrive. Look for the post for this episode and share your thoughts. I'll be back again tomorrow with another lesson of the Making It Pod course. Bye for today. Thanks for joining me for the Making It Pod course. If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on Facebook and Instagram. Remember to tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come over and say hello. And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, come on over and become a member of the Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers, full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving, and goodbye for now.